0: Before we get started with today's show, I want to tell you about another great podcast, C.J. McCollum Show, where every week New Orleans Pelican star C.J. McCollum discusses names and storylines in and around the NBA with inside perspective you can only get from someone in the locker room and on the floor. That's the C.J. McCollum Show. Listen where you are listening to this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Right Time. My name is Bomani Jones. Thanks for listening wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Rate us, review us, give us five stars. You only give us four stars. I'm inclined to believe you are a hater. It is that time of week where we have a guest join us, coming to us from the athletic, one of the best, I mean, he's the man. Like, that, that's just how I got this, man. David Aldridge,
1: what's going on? Oh, boy, man. Thank you for having me on the show, man. I appreciate it. Dude, come
0: on, man. I, like, <laughs> this is, it is always like a privilege and occasion for me to get to talk to you here. We're going to go around the NBA, but I got to start with you as you are an all-star game veteran. And uh, for the first time in 30 years, the NBA was like, well, I guess we do have to go back to Utah eventually. And back to Utah, we went. Uh, h- how was the scene?
1: Well, the lucky thing is, man, at least I got out of town before that snow came. It was actually, the weather was good, but, you know, the scene is the scene. It's all-star. It wasn't quite, you know, folks don't make the trek across the Wasatch like they do when it's in L.A. (laughs) I'll just put it that way. You know, I didn't see the the usual caravan of our folks coming through, but... uh, (laughs) But it's all good, man. They they did a they did a nice job. The game was horrible. Uh, just, it wasn't even. A, I don't even. I wouldn't even call that a game. That was a layup line. Um, and they got to figure out what to do about that. But, um, but the weekend was fine. You know, you get to see people that you want to talk to that you haven't seen in a minute. Um, so that's always good. And, and increasingly, as I get old, Beau, it, I, I'm happy to hang out with the legends. You know, on Friday they have a big kind of media availability for a lot of the different legends that come through so i was able to catch up with vernon maxwell and craig hodges Vern
0: witt oh man we were supposed to do something for gay theory with Vern, but it didn't quite come together i wondered if Vern was actually gonna make his salt lake city i was uh, surprised when he
1: walked in man (laughs) (laughs) i was surprised (laughs) to see him actually walk in and uh you know so to chop it up with guys like that that was a lot of fun
0: now the um the thing I want to know about and I didn't realize this but we did something um on game theory check it out Fridays at 11 HBO HBO Max you stream all that stuff. We um we did something about the irony of the All-Star game being in Salt Lake City, right? So yeah. we talked to some people who were coming from LA, we talked to the, like black people in Salt Lake City. Like it turned out to be a really interesting thing. But what I realized within my office as we were doing it was white people in a way that i did not recognize did Mm -hmm. not they didn't at least the ones in the office did not grasp the cultural resonance of the all-star game and didn't really have an idea of what the all-star game meant and didn't realize that the nba all-star game is something that we go to right like that's the most simple way to put it right (laughs) it's something that we go to and I thought after that one all-star game that we don't talk about no more, I thought that everybody understood that this is what the game was. And I bring all that up to say, I would love to hear from the local uh, Salt Lake Cityans who just knew the all-star game was coming. and they get a chance to see some of their favorite players? And little did they know they were going to get a chance to see some of their favorite rappers.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's That's... Uh... It was there was a little dissonance, uh, when, <laughs> you know, when the halftime entertainment came out, uh, <laughs> people were they were it was polite clapping, you know, it was opera <laughs> clapping, you know, it wasn't, like, you know, the usual that you see, uh, when when someone like Burner Boy comes out, and they were just like. Oh, that's... is because
0: <laughs> yeah, they got all the seats this time, right? Because right. like I said, the, the Caravans did not show up. No, so no, they, no. It, it's all the locals. Like, the, 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 the halftime entertainment was so interesting to me. Or just not the halftime entirely, but just all of it for game day, as you saw the NBA try to thread the needle, right? Yeah. So, like, I talk about the All-Star game that no one ever brings up anymore. But what I'll never forget about that All-Star game is that the pregame entertainment was Wayne Newton because they were really leaning into the idea that they were yeah. in Vegas. And it's a right. Vegas that nobody recognizes anymore, but they were leaning into the idea like, hey, this yeah. is Las Vegas, which had nothing to do with the All-Star game whatsoever, right? Yeah. And I feel like they, they gradually figured out, okay, we got to recognize what our room is. We got to recognize what this is. Like, we're not we're not going to get the Wayne Newton folks. Okay, cool. This is where we're going. But at the same time, they, they can't, like, ignore the white people. It's a yeah. lot of them. Yes. So they started off on Sunday with slam Duck champion Mack McClung introducing Post Malone. And I was like, yeah, OK, I see what time it is. I got you. I got you. Like you got Burner Boy and Tim's at halftime. Right. They were like <laughs> Salt Lake City was like, no, no. We're not giving you Afro-Americans. Just about every black person was import. 21 Savage, he ain't from here. Like right. it seemed like it, but he not. They had the Africans at halftime. They gave him right. the white dunk champion and the white rapper.
1: Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And and you know, you can't say nothing about like Mac brought the brought the juice. So I you can't, like he was so good. Like you can't even say anything, right? Like. Like yeah, but he's not in the NBA currently. So, oh. you no! Know, really, really.
0: So I asked this about the slam dunk contest because people are like yo, did he bring the slam dunk contest back? And you and I both know this is what the fourth time somebody yeah. talked about of bringing course. the slam dunk it's contest like back. Night
1: Live, it's always you know like it's dead, and then it comes back and it is dead. You know this is yeah. kind of the brightest like, passage.
0: It always goes, but. The trick bag for me with it is it's almost like there are only two kinds of dunk contests. Incredible ones or ones that will trash. There's no in between. And these cats have done so much stuff that it becomes, it's basically impossible to do a dunk that will impress us that we can't give you like five tries to do. Like, I feel like the people have become the problem as much as anything else. Because we expect, we got dudes who throw it off the glass and bring it through their legs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No question. And, and. And to your point, in our in our kind of micro society where you see the, the edited YouTube clip of a guy making some spectacular play. Well, you then that's the expectation they can do it in one try. Well, you don't know that that took nine takes to do. You know what I'm saying? So like um, but yeah, so if you don't do it the first time, we chase the channel, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's a problem. And it's especially a problem, with all due respect to, to Mac McClung and, and the other cats that were dunking this weekend. If it's not John Morant doing that, I'm really not. You really got like five seconds to impress me. You know what I'm saying? So like, we'll cut slack to the to the superstars that we know that we would we will not give to Jericho Sims. You know what I mean? All due respect to Jericho Sims. So so that that's why the dunk contest really suffers in my view because unless it's the brand names and the superstars, like you can always get a Damian Lillard to do a three point contest. Like guys will do. The superstars will do that because it's part of their dna as as nba players now but if you if you don't get the right people at the dunk contest it can really fall off a cliff real quick
0: yeah and these cats the nba dudes at least were remarkably swag free um because as much as we you know we say this you want to have the stars. I remember that D Brown dunk contest, right? Like I think it was in Orlando, but he was swagged out. Like he had a whole plan of what he was going to do with the shoes and the and the dunks he did where, where D Brown came out of that a star. Um, if right. my man from the Pelicans, whose name I, I've already forgotten, Troy, <laughs>
1: Trey Murphy. Yeah. There we go.
0: <laughs> By the way, who was really good? He yes. did that yeah. one where he brought it behind his head and turned around and brought it between his legs. Yeah. Like each of those is a fifty at a different point, and he did them both in the same dunk. Man, ain't nobody remembering that cat. You know, right. like like we 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 too hard on the tall dudes, but he also. It it did the swag factor just wasn't there. Like Mac got that on top of the fact that like he dunks like 6'2, normally don't yeah, dunk. yeah,
1: and been doing it for a minute too. And that's yes. why I think it worked, because it wasn't like this was something new for Mac McClung. You know what I mean? <laughs> like this is how he kind of got his brand out there. This is how he got to yes. Georgetown, you know what I'm saying? So um that's that's his that's his thing, right? And so he looked real comfortable out there yes. and 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 had that swag that some of the other guys didn't really... Brandon it's not their fault. It's just like, you know, that's just not who they are, really. You know, Troy yeah. Trey Murphy went to Virginia. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so... He, he had to sneak and practice. On the, practice, on the, on the yeah, pack line was... Yeah, so in, I mean?
0: in college, he had to sneak and practice those ducks when Tony Bennett wasn't around. Exactly. They might mess around you know and put what him say? on so, the bench.
1: Like, he's a really good basketball player. That's what he... You know what I mean? So, I'm not... I'm not hating on him at all, and I'm not saying I'm not saying Mac McClung's not a really good basketball player, but he's not at that level yet. Like clearly, he's you know he's been in the G League all year, so I mean that's that's where he's trying to become that, but he's not there yet.
0: Right. He's also weird in the sense that it's not very often that somebody gets less black after coming into the NBA. But if you look at a clip of Matt McClung talking when he was in high school right. and then look at the picture of him with the hair as it was and him talking in the NBA that does it. he's the only person who has ever made that directional change right <laughs> I'm at summer league and I see Yusuf Nurkic down there looking like uh like like a New York City dope dealer in his Gucci sweatsuit and the glasses and everything else right and Mac McClung, all of a sudden, he gonna come back out here sounding like Kanye West, twenty twenty two, right? Like all the enunciation that I promise you was not there, was not there six years City. ago. <laughs> it was, it was not there um, at that time. But I was thinking about the dunk contest too, people like, we got to find a way to get the stars to do it. And I was watching Vince Carter make that point about the dunk contest, and I was like, bro, you did it once, yeah, like yeah. all those cats generally just do it one time at this point and that's not really that new right yeah. like jordan stopped doing it after 88 yeah. dominique kind of stopped doing it after he got robbed in 88 well, he came back again yeah, one he more like, yeah, yeah, he, he never came back he <laughs> he came back one more time um and then did it but the stars have never just regularly yeah, done you don't see the
1: doing, dunk doing, contest doing, in his 7th year doing the dunk <laughs> contest yeah that does not happen it's a couple times and but i've always said Bo you know the NBA, this is what drives me crazy. This is the NBA that 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 leans into its, you know, its affiliations with with music, with stars, with Hollywood, and y'all can't get nobody to put ten million dollars at center court and say, "Winner take all." Something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Something. Because I, know, you want John to put ten million on the, uh, at center court and Yo see head. what. So
0: well, I get. wind up in an interesting part where, so I get it if LeBron doesn't want to do it because he doesn't want to lose, right? Because it goes different if LeBron doesn't lose. I don't get it with the rest of these dudes. Like, the only two cats that I feel like if they did not win the dunk contest, it would, like, be a problem for them would be LeBron and Zion Williamson. Those are the only two that were just like, okay, if you're in it, you're supposed to win. Now, in fairness to old Zion, his joints ain't really been sturdy enough for me to even think he should have done one of these dunk contests, but he says he's thinking about doing it next year. And if Zion comes out next year, and stays healthy and plays like he has played. Cause I don't think people realize that like he's truly on superstar trajectory. And you saw what happened to that team when he stopped playing.
1: Yeah. If yeah. he
0: comes out in balls next year and does the dunk contest, he will instantly like turn into maybe biggest star in the NBA. Like sure. you can still you can still gain a lot by coming out there and putting on a show oh, in no the dunk question. contest. If
1: your team, you know, if your team is winning and you're the focal point of that, yeah. Oh no, no, no doubt. Yeah, no, Zion could definitely do that, and you know, it'll be an indie next year, so they're gonna need a little something. something.
0: <laughs> hey, man, how, how did the NBA do this three years in a row?
1: I don't know. Well, in fairness, now they were supposed to do indie in 21 and but COVID-19. it was
0: still gonna be three years in a row because if they had done it, if yeah, they had done it, right, 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 right. they I, I don't know, like, I know every, you, you gotta go back, you know what I'm saying? You gotta give everybody a run, and I yeah. and I know the problem with Miami. But it's been 30 years. You've had the all-star game, I want to say, maybe twice in Salt Lake City since you've had it in Miami once.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the boat show is a big problem for them. Exactly. You know, that's just a big, just from a hotel standpoint, it's just a big problem logistically. And the calendar works against the NBA. But also, Bowen, you know this, a lot of people don't want the all-star game. A lot of teams don't want the all-star game. Because their season ticket holders get blown out. You know what I mean? Like the people that pay for those center court seats 41 times a year, all of a sudden they're like, Well, where am I going to sit for All-Star? Oh, you're going to be up in 327 for All-Star. <laughs> and they're like, What? And I'm paying 10 grand for the privilege. You know what right. I'm saying? So, so season ticket holders get mad because they get they don't get the seats that they normally get. Um, you know, it's it's just it's a it's a pain in the neck. You know, Cubans talked about this, like he did it. He did it a few years ago. He's like, I'm. I don't know if I want to do that again. And they had it at the Cowboys right. Stadium, and still couldn't get their season ticket holders the seats they wanted. So that's a real problem. So that limits the number of potential cities the NBA can go to. So if somebody like Utah or Indiana raises their hand and says, "Yeah, we'll t- we'll try it," I mean, just just so that it's not in LA and New Orleans every other year, they want to try to get some some you know different looks different cities involved so it's it's tougher than 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 you might expect you have to go where people want it and that's one of the reasons why and it is once every 30 years it's not like it was the worst time of my life in south lake city you know it was fine they got restaurants i ate it's fine you know <laughs> it's okay it's just not you know if you're if you're trying to enjoy all-star weekend it's probably not the the best place for you yeah.
0: by the way uh we're talking about the boat show so president's day weekend in miami is the boat and yacht show like it's, it's yeah that just tells you everything you need to know about how much money is in them boats baby where <laughs> like the nba they like look i don't know what to tell you right. like, down here with these boats um and that's just what is gonna man Every every now they live in Miami and you're there for all those weekends, right? So all these things, and you just look around and you're just like, oh, so that's what money money looks like. Right. Right. You know? Like we know people. Second
1: yacht money looks like. Yeah, exactly. Like we know people
0: (laughs) with money. We know people with a lot of money. We even know people with played in the NBA money, right? Like we know people who have legitimately made hundreds of millions of dollars in their lives, and I would still be down there in that Miami stuff like, oh, this is uh, just something, oh, okay, got it.
1: <laughs> right, right. It's a different, there's there's a difference. There's a tangible difference, yes. you know, and and yeah. So, and those are the people that buy NBA teams are at the bush. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes.
0: We got, I guess, about 20, 20 25 games, give or take, yeah. for the rest of this NBA season. I am curious. I have not talked to you about this. Where are you on uh, my man Jokic? Oh, for MVP again? Just generally speaking. Because I'm just oh, fascinated dude. to hear people talk about Jokic.
1: I mean, he's a look, he's an amazing, amazing player. Like, there just hasn't been anybody like him in the history of this league. I mean, Magic was... Six nine, this dude is almost seven feet tall and 280 and diamond people up on the regular and, and and just there's just nobody like him, you know. Like he's he's he is as much a unicorn as Kevin Durant is as Giannis is. There's just nobody that you can compare him to. So again, if they want to look, if they want to make him three time MVP, it shouldn't say they, if I'm because I'm a voter, so I, I'm <laughs> in this too, I guess. Um you know, it's going to be, it's going to be close. Um, and I will, I will allow for the fact that I'm sure recency bias is going to come into this. It, it has to, right? You, you just, I'm sure there will be people who go, I just can't give it to the same person three times, no matter how great they are. Um So I'll be fascinated to see what happens. I haven't made up my mind yet, but look, you have to these numbers are insane, Bo. Like, they're insane. <laughs> There's
0: no other answer. Like, no, no matter the no numbers matter are what insane, and before. this team's
1: got the best record in the West. You know what I'm saying? So well, that
0: that's the thing on top of it, right? Because last year you could make the argument that they only won 40 something games, yeah. And You know, and it. But the fair counterpoint to that was they had all the injuries. Okay, yeah. well this year we come around. They still have had some of the injuries, right? right. Just not to the level that they had last year. But it's not just they have the best record in the West. It's that in this era of all this parody and everybody jumbled together, they're five games up. Yeah, right? Yeah. Nobody is close yeah. to them in the conference, and it's about that one dude. Now they yeah. got some flaws as a team, and I think as good as I think he's been, and he, according, you know, I tell people, win shares per forty eight minutes is like actually a very good predict predictor of who's going to win the MVP and like who the top players in the league are. Mm-hmm. He's having a like top eight all-time year where the numbers up there are like the best of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Wilt Chamberlain, LeBron James, 2013, like yeah. the seasons that we think of, of great seasons, all rate right up yeah. there. And Jokic just is putting one up this year. That's like literally neck and neck with Steph Curry, 2016. Yeah, it's right, he has been right. that good. I think the question that you have is, because those numbers have taken a big drop in the postseason. Like Even if you say he averaged 30 a game, but he's going from shooting like 58 to shooting 50, that's a big difference, right? Yeah. Is he at that point, and in year seven or eight, this is kind of when that happens, where you realize the playoffs, being able to make those other guys better don't matter as much. It's about being as good as you are. Yeah. And when that Ori some bitch just decides, well, it sounds like we need 50 tonight, and I'm just <laughs> going to go out here and get 50, that's <clears throat> yeah. going to be the difference. Because he's not going to be like the game-changing defender that Giannis is, right? He's yeah. going to be a good positional defender and reaction, you know, get you a little, you know, get you a little deflection here or there or something like that. But offensively, it's like Magic and Bird together. Like, not that he's
1: as good as either one of them, right. but somehow he's like both. Well, he's, his, I mean, his ability, I mean, he, I mean he's the best big, passing big man of, of of all time. I don't, I don't think it's even close at this point. And you know, I mean, just his sight lines are just different because he's seven feet tall, right? They're just different than the six three point guard sight lines. So that's part of it. But still, the precision is what is is just it's it's breathtaking. Passes are on dudes' hands. It doesn't matter <laughs> where he throws it from or how or how or what angle. Balls on dudes' hands. You know, like so. So it's just it's incredible. He's incredible. Um and you know what I like about him, Bo, is that he clearly hates All-Star Weekend. Yes, hates, he does. Hates all of it. And somebody asked him because he, he didn't, you know, I don't know how many points he scored, but but they asked about the game and he said, well, you know, I don't think All-Star Weekend is for me. And that's just like, what? <laughs> That's Just fantastic answer. That's a Tim Duncan answer. You know what I mean? Like Yo, I just love that. Loves like n-
0: none of the contests are really for him. Like right. even even the little the little skills thing, right? right. Like not that's really not mean. that's not that's not a big man competition. That's not for him. He right. ain't no operating from the high post right. in the and game. Even he's not the all, shooting even off the All Star
1: games. Not for him because it's not a basketball game. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just like. Why am I here? <laughs> right. There's
0: nobody for him to hang out with, really. They didn't right. put nobody on his team out there. And see, that's the other thing, too. If you want to make the argument that Jokic is not the MVP, you do kind of have to explain how the team with the best record in the West didn't have but one all-star, and that guy is not the one MVP.
1: Dude. Exactly. One dude. No, exactly. And so, man, I mean, it's going to be it's gonna to be tough because, like, look, Giannis is playing great this year and Embiid's playing great again. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough call. Um, But that dude is, come on, man. He's so good. It's ridiculous. It's, 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 his ability to, to manipulate a game is as good as any of the greatest I've ever seen, whether it's Jordan or, or magic or bird or Isaiah, any of those guys, he's, He's playing on a different level than everybody else. And LeBron, you know, is up there with him. But they just, what he sees is just, it's insane how good he is, man. Yeah.
0: And with all that in mind, it was what a couple weeks ago when Joel Embiid decided I need to make sure you guys understand something. You know what and I'm saying? Put, like, put, like, like you said, yeah I, can,
1: yeah, I can go do that now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, that, that was very clearly one of those. You don't see that many of them in the NBA anymore. But when the yeah. dude just wakes up and decides, I need to prove something to you guys about me relative yeah. to this guy that you keep saying is better than me. Because I started right. on the there's no way Yogic is better than Embiid. And then I went back in the other direction. But. MB just decided, I'm going to do this to you. And by the way, he can do that to anybody. He just decided that tonight it was going to happen to him.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and, I mean, the, if the argument is you guys say he's the best and I just gave him 47. I mean, that is is a reasonable argument to make if you're Joel Embiid.
0: Like, I see where you're coming from, right? Like, your point of origin makes perfect sense. And it's going to be interesting to see with him because the East semifinals, if they play out like I think most of us believe they're going to play out, where you've got Boston, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, and Cleveland in some order, probably going to be – well, here's my thought. If it holds like it is, and that's Boston at one, Cleveland at four, Milwaukee to yeah, Philadelphia, Philadelphia three. three. Yes, I went out of order. Okay, yeah. The Boston-Cleveland one is interesting because I like I lean on point differential at this point. Let like your yeah, record yeah. matters, but Absolutely. at this point, like yes. how many points you scored versus how many you've given up matters. Absolutely. And Cleveland's point differential is second best in the East. Like it is possible that the two best teams in the East could be playing in that semifinal. And that Cleveland team, look, I'm here for a team that decided no, we're gonna go big again like being big is still better than being small and we're gonna get a bunch of big dudes out here where jared jared allen is he's they jared allen's in the best situation he is tall man because he's not big man right on a team (laughs) that doesn't need him to be big man because they have big man in there in uh mobley
1: yeah i just wrote about this the other day um about how tall ball is is back in the nba and it's not it's not low post tall big man ball but it's tall ball like if I'm gonna if it's a skill game then I'll let me get a seven footer who's skilled <laughs> and my seven footer will beat your six six uh skilled guy and that's what teams Cleveland Minnesota Orlando's playing bowl Bowl at the two you know what I'm saying like it's just <laughs> this is insane but he can play the two you know play it well in this in this style of play so yeah no Cleveland is definitely who man I mean what they can do with those two bigs and with Mitchell and Garland it's just it's it's scary it's scary and they don't really even shoot the three like that you know what I'm saying like they just i think mobley is sh- literally shooting 19% on threes this year so they don't even shoot the three that good if they start becoming competent at the three i don't know how you stop them i don't i don't know what you do cuz yeah. they they are they're they're a problem, but that but if it does come out into Philly Milwaukee in the second round, I mean that's that's some Titanic stuff. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that that is coach losing coach may may have to leave town. No, God. no, no.
0: That 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 is a loser-leave town match, right? Like like I yeah, think yeah, yeah. like like <laughs> Bootenholzer is like, okay, you got that championship, but I was definitely ready to fire him the round before. Uh, Like, Bootenholzer and and Nick Nurse, the two coaches that I have been ready to fire during a postseason and (laughs) it wrapped up with a championship. Nick Nurse in particular. Nick Nurse, I forget, it was that Nick Nurse-Brett Brown series where we were just like, well, damn, somebody has to win. And then next thing you know, Nick Nurse turned into something completely different. But we were all like, get a load of this guy. They fired Demet Casey for this?
1: Yeah, then he just threw it. Then he started throwing boxing ones out against Steph in the finals. Like, oh, I'm just emptying the, I'm emptying the clip. I'll throw it all at <laughs> I'll do.
0: I'll try anything. Right. right. <laughs> and then he got there. But no, if Doc, especially if they were to go out in an embarrassing fashion, yeah. because yeah. look, I thought James Harden was finished. James Harden is playing like playing a reasonable great. facsimile yeah. of the best versions of James Harden. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like he's not on that. He's not going to have the usage to put up like the kind of numbers that he put up before. But. He's still playing really well, which proves yeah, no. that when James Harden looks like he's finished, he's just finished doing that for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He I'm I'm done here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's not right. finished. He's had enough. That's what right. it is.
1: <laughs> right. Right. So I mean, they got so that's a, you know, so the East is gonna be that those those that final four is gonna be something unbelievable. And and I actually, you know, I actually think Philly on the low is is a team that could get on a run. I just because with Maxi, it Maxi is that, that X factor that 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 really could kind of just blow up in a in a series uh because you have to pay so much attention to Harden and MB. Somebody's going to be open on the weak side and if it's Maxi, Maxi can go get 30. You know what I'm saying? Like he's mm-hmm. capable of doing that. So I think Philly's got a shot. It it will depend on seating, though, and home court, and all that stuff is going to matter even more than it does normally. Because to beat Milwaukee, I mean, you got to have everything go right. To, and I don't care how they're playing; they're doing all this with with half of Middleton's, you know, potential. And, and so, if he's right by the playoffs, man, they're gonna be yeah. they're gonna be a tough it's out, man. Speaking be- of
0: tall ball. Yeah. Right. Like exactly. Giannis is the dude that like there was a certain feeling when Jordan would get it going. And you could hear Marv Albert in your head, right? Like (laughs) when Jordan goes on one of those runs, right? You know, like and it's just different. LeBron reached that point. And it's also interesting because LeBron is of the TNT era of basketball. You could hear Marv Albert's voice again. Like like, like, it's like, oh, he is just taking this over. Nobody can do that like Giannis. Right. Like that was what the end of the 2021 playoffs, like that play where he got faked out on the alley-oop and still went back and got it. Right. You know, like all of those things where when it's like, Oh, Giannis has decided this is over. It feels different than it does with anybody else. Yeah. And that's why I look at them in the East, no matter what, because look with Tatum, Tatum is really good at making hard shots, but their shots are still hard. And I still still don't like that as a postseason notion. Right. He's great, but no, I don't feel that. Giannis, and all he does is dunk. Why would you do anything else? You got to be five nine to be like all somebody does is dunk. Cause you must've right. never done it before. If you could, if <laughs> right. that was the only thing you ever did in basketball, you'd be just fine.
1: Exactly. But I will say this, Boston's the one team that I think can load up and, and, and make it hard. They can build a wall like, like Ben Gundy famously said um, and, and make it harder for Giannis to get to the rim, but doesn't mean you're going to stop him from getting to the rim. You know what I'm saying? So Um, And then it becomes, can Middleton, can Drew make enough shots from the perimeter to to make them pay for that? They've shown they can. I don't know if they'll do it again, but they've shown that they can do that. That is in their bag, right? So um, that to me is where Boston's advantage is. But I agree with you. I think Milwaukee, if they're right defensively, can take enough away from Boston to make it hard for Boston to beat them four times. Because last year when Milwaukee wasn't even playing that good, they took them to seven. You know right. what I mean? Like Milwaukee wasn't even that on their on their game like they normally are. Um, so I think I, Milwaukee and Philly to me are the two teams that I just think really have another gear. Um, and I, I know that sounds crazy because Boston made the finals last year and is playing even better this year. Um, and and I, I, don't wanna, I don't want to I don't want to come across like I don't respect or like Boston. I think they're great, but I do think that I still think that there are ways you can. And Golden State showed you in the finals as ways you can make it hard for Boston to score, harder for Boston to score.
0: Well, let me tell you what this postseason is going to do for us with the Celtics. It's going to answer some questions about just how good a job Eme did last year, and and this is why I say this, right? Because he is gone, and everything looks like it's still going without a hitch. With which often happens, right? Like sometimes that fall yeah. off doesn't happen till year two when you've had That's a really right. good coach, That's
1: right. but.
0: Back at that postseason if Jimmy Butler hits that three in game seven that is one of the all-time fourth quarter collapses that we yes. have ever seen we saw them repeatedly not show up in the playoffs we yes. saw them lose a lot of games that they had real chances to win so like on one mm-hmm. level we saw a lot for me man but on another level there were times where it looked like they had a bad coach and mm. I'm very curious how it's going to look in the postseason and how well they hold their water. Because, look, what got them, and this happens to all kinds of teams, but in the end with Golden State, Golden State went grown up on them, right? Yeah. Golden State was like, hey, man, we done been here, we've done this, and then they couldn't bring it together. Can they pick that up in this strategically? Can they get that figured out? Because, I mean, they got no excuses at this point.
1: No, that's true. And, and to your point, they had Golden State beat. It was beat. They had them beat. Yeah. And then... Steph, like Steph can do. Steph decided
0: in game four. There was that moment in game four. He had some shot and he did that flex. And I remember watching at home and I was like, oh, I didn't know he had a minute like that. And it's crazy that I didn't know it because I was there when he did it in college in the tournament. How I didn't fully realize like, oh, no, 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 no. He didn't just get hot. He just, he he made a conscious decision.
1: Yeah. We're going to win this game. Yeah, he He went global thermonuclear war. (laughs) You know (laughs) what (laughs) I'm saying? Like, he just... <laughs> yeah, and he just he just can do that. He's that great. He can do that, you know. So to your point though, I mean Boston has had moments where you like they were vulnerable, right? And and but they 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 managed to get through it. They played Tatum played great at moments, and and Al Al bailed him out in a couple of games against mm-hmm. Milwaukee. Um but yeah, that's why I still am not quite on the Boston is clearly the best team in the league thing because they were not in the playoffs um, at at various points. They overcame it and got to the finals. But yeah, I agree with you on that. That's why I'm kind of like still thinking about Milwaukee and Philly because Giannis, I I know Milwaukee defensively can be devastating, just like Boston can be. Um, But Milwaukee's got guys like Holiday and Middleton who have shown you in finals games what they are capable of you know and in big playoff games what what they're capable of so uh that's why I still think that those two teams are the teams I'm looking at kind of like I think those two teams if they if they get the right breaks with injuries could get all the way through
0: now in the west are you leaning on the? we have no idea who's going to win it so we should probably pick Kevin Durant absolutely <laughs> no idea
1: I have absolutely no idea. and that's It's so not... disrespectful to Denver,
0: but I think I with know, Denver, I... they, they play middle of the pack defense and they don't yeah. have a guy that you think of as put him on their best player and see what happens.
1: Yeah, I just don't. I just don't see it and that's not, that's not being disrespectful to Denver, but what's their body of work? You know what I mean? I mean, they went to the final, they went to the conference finals a couple of years ago, right? Okay. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, but yeah, I, I, I think it's wide open. I don't think anybody's scared to play anybody else in the West, um, including golden state. I don't think anybody's going to be scared to play golden state. They're going to respect them, but, we know Memphis ain't scared of them. Now, that doesn't mean they're going to beat them, but we know they ain't scared of them. So um, that's that's why I think it's, it's going to be about injuries uh, more so than anything else. Who the healthier team is uh, in late May and early June is probably going to be the team that gets out of the West.
0: Hey, man, let me tell you what I would do if I was playing against Memphis, who went from, like, a team that I watched and made me feel young to being a team that I watched that made me feel old. <laughs> like, they were invigorating <laughs> me before, and now it's just gotten to be a bit obnoxious. And they, yes. They, they yes. Allegedly playing with the laser beams. I'm going to be like, son, come sit down. We need to have a talk. Like, yeah, yeah, I, right? I need to know what your daddy is good for. If he had every single game and y'all allegedly pointing laser beams at people, like, y'all need to be talking about, y'all need, y'all need to stop talking about, like, watching film, and y'all need yeah. to start talking about life but yeah, I know yeah. exactly how I would beat Memphis, and I don't think it's hard. I'm just going to figure out how to let Dylan Brooks shoot them out of everything. <laughs> That's just all it is, make Dylan Brooks lose his mind. He's shooting right, 39%. Right. Like, like he's not Harry Hackmaster like he used to be, but he still fouls way too much. He's still crazy volatile. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. I would just find a way. Like I think Larry Brown did that with Kobe in the 4 finals. Like, the game is oh, yeah. make that dude think he, he need to save the day. Figure I, out Bo, how to do that with Dylan Brooks.
1: Oh, it was the most amazing thing before oh before the finals in 04. We were, do, we were doing, you know, news of the day or whatever. And we're packing up on the forum floor because the Pistons are coming out. And we're packing up. And Larry says, where are you going? And I said, well, you know, we're done. And he said, yeah, so? Where are you going? And I said, Well, you know, you guys are about to practice. He says, I don't care if you watch practice. <laughs> so, so Larry, so LB lets us watch practice, and then after practice, he gets them all together. I'll never forget this. He says, Those two guys hate each other. And we just make them shoot, we make them play each other instead of us, we will win. And that's exactly what happened. Wow. He baited Kobe into it. <laughs> he baited him into into depth into. into Detonating (laughs) that, just uh, the
0: the ability, and that tells you everything about what that situation was. The ability to say that out loud in front of a bunch of reporters, and know don't they can know that's the plan. Didn't care. to work.
1: (laughs) Because game, what was it? Game four. Shaq comes out and scores sixteen in the first quarter. He dunks on Ben Wallace five times. (laughs) And you're like, Shaq's going to get 80 tonight. Like, he just, he's just like, I'm going to do it. This is my game. I'm, And then you, <laughs> Kobe comes back in. Just...
0: <laughs> wow. Shaq put up 36 and 20 that game. I remember it because I, I marked that as like, the end of the golden era of Shaquille O'Neal was that yeah. game. Because yeah. he put up 36 and 20, and they got they got beat. They still destroyed. lost that game. They still <laughs> lost that game. And you're right. Kobe was like, all right, watch this. Watch this. <laughs> like, you know, since Kobe left us, you know, we have – there's a way that we build up like his ethos and the spirit that surrounds yeah. him because that is what is useful. But it is hilarious though to go back and realize he didn't re- he didn't like come in in this zen like state and have it all no, figured out. No. Oh no,
1: <laughs> the bumps along the road were there and they yeah. were wild to watch. Yeah, no, no, they were. And and to his credit though, he did figure it out. And 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 you know I think when Gasol got there, it changed a lot. Um, And he had another guy he could lean on. um, that wasn't as threatening to him, I guess. Yeah. You know, but it worked. It worked out. And it, this is not about. You know, obviously we all miss Kobe, but you have to be honest about what, <laughs> what you saw. You know, um, and and how crazy it was. You know mm-hmm. that they that they won three straight is a testament to to the two of them and to Phil. You know, <laughs> hold, on,
0: hold on, they won three straight, and there wasn't no number three. There wasn't no. even like a borderline number three. Were you looking up in the third score Scores like Devin George, Rick Fox, right. you know right. Derek Fisher. Right.
1: Like those are, it was them dudes. Them dudes. Just and like, they hated each other. Right, and, and for the the Shaq, I've never the, the most devastating for all the Jordan greatness in finals, and he was great. Shaq against Philly is the most <laughs> particularly <laughs> devastating individual performance. He. It, that's the de- defensive player of the year. Yes. That he just destroyed. A Hall like, of Famer. Destroyed. A giant man. Destroyed <laughs> him. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, oh, my God. He was so dominant in that series. When he says MDE, he's not kidding. Like, yeah. I, he was, you couldn't do nothing with him. <laughs> Well, that's the, anything. the
0: nature of modern basketball because of the rule changes and everything else. That is an element that just doesn't exist quite in the same way. The yeah. He destroyed that person or that team, but particularly he destroyed that person. Like the that way person. Akeem Olajuwon destroyed David Robinson. Correct. The game is just not built in such a way
1: that allows no, for that. It doesn't allow for it. it that, that's absolutely true. As great as Steph is it's it's a function of the way the game is played that creates those opportunities. and Steph doesn't Steph doesn't destroy individual defenders, right? right He destroys teams. <laughs> you know his his presence destroys teams. but yeah, it's not it's not like it was back in the day where you could just throw the ball to a guy over and over and over again and just just have him. Clean up the way Shaq did. I mean, that's <laughs>
0: people would just look so helpless, right? It's... Like against Elijah Wad, you look befuddled, right? you yeah. just like, <laughs> he was just right there. Shaq, you just see them dudes just like,
1: oh. yeah, this is, what can we do? Like, like,
0: what can we do? Do you remember that playoff game? This was that year he was in Cleveland, right? That last year of LeBron, Ooh. and Joe Kim Noah had to guard him. Because Shaq was was unguardable until the very end. Right. But right, Joe right. Kim Noah had to guard him, and the frustration that Joe Kim and Noah had, like, what am I supposed to do? What am do, I supposed to do? Man,
1: yeah. When they threw, when they played Indy in the finals, I'll never forget this. They threw the ball into Shaq and Dale Davis just turned, just grabbed him. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't try to defend him or right? anything? He just grabbed Dale Davis was 6'11, 275. He just grabbed him and Shaq just took him to the rim. <laughs> <laughs> it just dumped on him.
0: Uh, the kids cause there'll never be another guy like that. The kids are just never going to understand. No. Like the <laughs> no, like people are like, well, what you know, could Shaq play in the league today? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's 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 never been anything anybody could do about that. Like, yeah. right? like he's the best player that you could ever look at as being somewhat disappointing because like right. he never led the league in rebounding. But to be fair, that's a young man's game and he did that, and when he was young, there was Dennis Rodman right like yeah. he didn't have the chance there like he was not the imposing defensive player that you would hope but he was the most unguardable how are you that quick and that big and why do you have touch like yeah. how did all of this happen at one time
1: yeah no no Shaq will Shaq will not get his due because what he went f- for I guess he went for um and it's not enough to yeah. be in the discussion right <laughs> Um, and it's unfair, but it's not enough. You got to win five or more. Um, and, and, but he was, don't get it twisted. That dude was that dude. (laughs) He was, he was something we've never seen before since. Not that, not in that box, not in that package. You know what I mean? Like we've seen quick, we've seen strong, we've seen big, but not all in that same package, you know? So he was.
0: Yeah. Now, before we get out of here,
1: what are we supposed to
0: make of the Clippers?
1: I don't know, man. I mean, I I thought John Wall would help them a lot just from pay, from a pace standpoint, just to get more possessions in the game. That didn't seem to work. Um, I'm not sure Russ is going to work there. I'm not – it could work, um, but this, at the end of the day, teams are going to do the same thing. They're going to make him shoot, you know, like so um, – but he can get more pace in the game, I think, and that will help them. I, th- I was a little surprised they got rid of Reggie too. You know what I mean? Like I, I understood the wall thing didn't work out, but to to get rid of all your point guard institutional memory at the same time, I thought was a, I was a little surprised by that. Um, but I guess we'll see. Um, I'm not sure. I haven't seen, I haven't seen them play at a level that I would go, yeah, they're going to be, you got to pay attention to them in the playoffs. Do they have it in them? Yes, but I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet over 60 games now. So at some point, you are what you are in a given season. Um, so we'll see. I, I just don't know. I don't know that Kawhi can just summon it up like he used to.
0: Well, that's the thing, right? One thing is I never know what to make or lose teams because he'd be out there just around, right? Yeah. Like regular season, he'll do <laughs> any old thing. We don't know right. like what he's going to stumble upon. But when Kawhi Leonard left San Antonio, something that we didn't quite appreciate was that was the best version of Kawhi Leonard we were ever going to see and by the way that best version of Kawhi Leonard go look at some of those numbers and look at the advanced stuff it's honestly some of the best play we've ever seen anybody have like he is one of the defining players of his era and it doesn't feel like that all the time but when you think about it two times finals MVP and the actual performance But he's also never played more than 60-something games. I think it's never been more than 60. His body has always been a problem. And so now it trickles down and trickles down. He came back this year looking really heavy. Like he just Mm -hmm. spent all his time lifting weights. And I'm like, that can't possibly be good for your knees. And he's a decent enough player. But where I would be encouraged if I were the Clippers, that postseason where he got hurt, Paul George redeemed his entire postseason reputation with the way yes. that he stepped up and he brought it can't he do that because the problem is he hasn't been that good this year yeah he's been yeah. pretty good but he yeah. hasn't been that good and so if their top line guys are just pretty good
1: well that's the problem i don't see i don't see the next you know you always think about well they can play better Right. And we get to the playoffs, it's always the teams that can play better than they were playing in the regular season, right? <laughs> Whether that's through experience or just talent or whatever it is, or coaching sometimes. But I don't see that with the Clippers right now. Can they play better and and play well enough to beat one of the elite teams in the West four times? Now to the, now they will say, Well, what team is elite in the West? And that's a fair question, right? Like this year, what team's elite? Denver has the best record. Are they an elite team? Like, I don't, I can't say that because I haven't seen them do it in on a consistent basis in the playoffs. So, if I'm the Clippers, I just need to get in the tournament. I know that's what LeBron's thinking. Just get me in the tournament, you know. Yeah, and
0: I'll, I'll figure
1: it out from there. Yeah,
0: he, you think they're gonna be able to do that?
1: It's gonna be, it's gonna be tight. It's gonna be tight. They're um, gonna be like last three, four games of the regular season. Before we know for sure. I don't think it's not. I'm not ruling them out. But I'm not. I'm not writing them in an ink either. You know what I'm saying?
0: Would you have believed. When he got there five years ago. Mm. That it was possible. That they could miss the playoffs. Three times. No. And one of those times they got in. Was through the play-in tournament. That he thought was silly. But was the only reason. That they were able to get into. Yeah
1: no. I would have never ever. uh, uh, With him and AD. No. No, I mean, how could you, how could you think other than they're going to win a couple of chips and, and just miss out on a couple more, you know, like, um, so yeah, no, I, I, I had no sense of it. Now I do think LeBron's got to own this a little bit now. Cause he was the guy that said, no, no, I want, I want Westbrook. I want Westbrook. And I don't care if you have to trade all of our depth to get him, which is what they had to do. Um, so does have to own it, but yeah. And he's
0: still been great. Like, that was the but thing. There have been points at which it looked like it was getting wobbly. Nope. He, he jammed this up. He has been great. And Anthony Davis this year, I can feel bad for him, man. You hurt, you hurt. And when he did yeah. play this year, he looked dominant. Dominant. Yeah. Like, it looked like the first time this could be a thing, but they, even, they weren't that good when he was doing that. So they yep. made some moves and they brought some dudes in, and I think they're better than they were. But it's not about how many games back they are. It's about how many teams back they are. Yeah. And there's still yeah. three teams back of even having a chance to make the playoffs.
1: Right. And then even if you get to the play in, you know, you you're going to have to go through so many people to get to the conference semifinals. You know what I mean? Like much less the finals. So um, yeah, it's just a lot. There's a lot lined up against them. I like the moves that they made long-term, but I don't know is, is Mobamba going to make them better now? I don't know. Maybe next year he will, he'll help him, but I don't know how if that's possible now. And again, it's not it's not the all-star break and there's half a season left. No, it's the all-star break and there's 20 games left. You know what I mean? Right. Like there's not 40, there's 20. So you got a sprint. And I think that's what LeBron was talking about at All-Star. Like, this is the most important 23 games of, of my career. Like, he knows, to your point, this ain't gonna be easy to get in to the tournament and so they got to hit the ground running they got to go like 17 and 6 you Mm -hmm. know 18 and 5 something like that i think to feel comfortable about getting in um and i'm not sure they can do that
0: yeah i'll say my last thing i'm gonna say before we get out of here if healthy zion comes back Watch Ooh. out for Ooh. those boys, because with oh, Healthy's Zion, yeah. they had the best record in the West. Yes. Like, yes. if he comes back and is reasonably decent, and we saw the run they made last year without him, right. right? Yes. Watch out. No, no, no.
1: I agree. I agree because they've got multiple weapons to beat you. Like, like Ingram is like the most quiet twenty-five points a game dude in the league. Like, you know, he just does it, and nobody says anything. Oh yeah, he got twenty-seven. Oh yeah, he got twenty-eight. You know. Like you just pencil them in and they got four more guys that can go get buckets for them. You know what I'm saying? So yes. Uh, and, and that's including Zion of course. So um, yeah, no, they can, they'd be a problem. They definitely be a problem because that big boy is that big boy now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yo, man, all I got to do is get my shoulder this much by you, right? Exactly. Like like what are you supposed to do with a water <laughs> Buffalo on the other side of you with the ball? <laughs>
1: what, what are you supposed to do? There's nothing you can do. He's Sean Kemp to me that's what he is like and i saw sean kemp at his best and yeah but you, but you know what,
0: i feel like sean kemp didn't love to dominate like zion loves to dominate that's
1: probably true you yes. know what i mean like we don't have
0: yeah. we don't have those games of sean kemp that we remember where it's like yo sean just showed up and decided he gonna
1: get 40 right 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 right, right, right.
0: zion comes yeah. out there like hey you can't guard me right watch this
1: <laughs> right no that's true that's true sean had to kind of be goaded or coaxed into it but when he was on it oh my
0: <laughs> i was watching some highlights of him the other day and it was just like why are you so strong right. <laughs> how are you so tall and so strong it jumps so high
1: oh my god he just yeah no i mean you know he was and that's what Zion's capable of doing. That's what Zion does. I shouldn't say capable. That's what he does when he's healthy. So, yeah, no, no, you're right. New Orleans is, is just kind of sitting there, like just under the surface. And it could be Krakatoa at any moment with them if he's healthy for, for 20 games straight. Yeah, no, they, they, they could be a definite problem.
0: Hey, man, that is David Aldridge. Check him out at The Athletic, my man. I appreciate you joining us, man. Thank you so oh, much.
1: Always a pleasure, man. Continued success. Love the shows. Shows, plural, man. You're doing great, man. That's I
0: appreciate all. it, man. Thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for joining us here on The Right Time. We do this three times a week. Parker Owens and Adi Khan handling things behind the scenes. Thank you, gentlemen. Also, thank you for watching us on YouTube. Remember, follow the right time. Rate us. Review us. Give us five stars. You only give us four stars. I'm inclined to believe you are a hater, and we'll talk to you guys in a couple of days. Take it easy. Thanks for checking out The Right Time with Bomani Jones Podcast. You can listen or follow on the ESPN app or wherever you listen to podcasts. The Right Time with Bomani Jones.